Hi, my name is so-and-so, and I'm a, I'm a uh, BDSN mistress in Milwaukee. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> how's that going? We are back with our sixth episode, and this episode is very special to us. We're very excited because we finally have our first ever guest that we have solicited from Tinder. Hello. However, <laughs> that was great. It did not work, uh, I guess, exactly as planned. We did not, uh, our guest is Chris, we did not find him on the Tinder account for the show. Uh, I actually matched with him on my personal Tinder account. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we, we matched um, shortly after the quarantine, and uh, we were just kind of... Bullshitting. Ch- yeah. It was mostly like jokes and like gifts that we would send each other. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. But he seemed really fun. So yeah, we got him to come on. Nice. Okay. Um, so Chris, I know next to nothing about you, so mm-hmm. this is really interesting for me, so we can kind of pick you apart a bit. Um, you're 38, is that right? Yes. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit more about you? Um, we're more interested in dating stuff than anything else. Uh, well, I'm 38. Okay. Uh, never married. Uh, had a couple long-term, long-distance relationships that oh, didn't different. work out. Okay. Um, and, yeah. And you, have you done most of your dating in Victoria? Uh, I've been in Victoria for about 11 or 12 years, so a good chunk of that. Okay. Uh, I spent some time overseas. Where? In, uh, Japan. Oh! Yeah. So I was in Japan for a year, and so I dated uh, quite a bit there. And then when I came back, I continued to date a Japanese woman who I'd met there for about four years long distance. Whoa! And then that kind of eventually just sort of fell apart, and that's where I am now. So what was it like, um, like dating in Japan as a white man? Because I've heard that Japan is very, I don't want to say xenophobic, mm-hmm. but... It is and it isn't. Uh, I felt... It felt like being a B-list celebrity. <laughs> I would walk around the mall or just around town and people would look at you, but it was never like, it was never like, they never like look at you and glare. It was more like a, oh, look at that. Huh. A white guy. It was like, it was, it's how I'd react if I saw like John Bon Jovi in the mall. I'd be like, holy shit, I think that's John Bon Jovi. But I was, I'd never, I wouldn't be go up and be like, John Bon Jovi. I'd just be like, huh. Fucking Bon Jovi. And then I just go about my day and I might tell my friends, yeah, I saw Bon Jovi at the mall. That would not be my reaction to seeing no. John Bon Jovi. But that's, that's how I took it, being like a, like a minor, like I, a sort of I a throw panties. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a B, being a B-lister because people would look at you, but it was never really negative. I can only think of maybe one or two times where I could tell someone was looking at me funny because, because of my race. And even then it was like minor, like old men just looking at me and like clicking their tongues at me or something like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I felt pretty pretty welcome. And plus, I was a good foot taller than everyone else. So. But so do you think sometimes it would actually work to your benefit? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was... Okay. Over there, I was exotic. <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing with my hand. Exotic. <laughs> They're very flourishy. Just whoosh, exotic. Because <laughs> yeah, the city I was in was a smaller town. Uh, maybe 80,000, which by Japanese standards is very small. Right. And so I was one of maybe three white people in the whole town and so did you go there single and then meet somebody there uh yes so i, I went there uh, right after university 
Uh, there was a booth set up at my school. Uh, so, you know, oh, teach English overseas. And I was like, hey, tell me about it. And then went, had an interview. Three months later, I was on a plane and I spent a year there. And yeah. And so how did you meet the person you were dating? Uh, we met at a bar. Uh, she had initially actually gone after one of my friends, but he was already seeing somebody. And so she and I just started chatting, we exchanged numbers, and then we just sort of started dating shortly after that. And then when I came back, it was kind of a, we had sort of an agreement. It's like, hey, I like you, I want to keep seeing you, but I have to, my visa's up, I have to go home. If you meet somebody else, cool, just let me know. If you, and if I meet somebody else, I'll let you know. And then we just kind of kept it going via email and we'd call each other once a week and do like a, like an actual phone call. And then she came to visit me a couple times and I would oh. visit her a couple times. But after four years and several months of not seeing each other face to face, it just kind of fizzled out. And yeah. yeah, I still, I'm still in communication with her occasionally. I'll still chat with her on Facebook once in a while, but she, uh, yeah, she's doing well enough. That's eventually. tough though. Four and a half years or yeah. ish, four ish, and a half ish. Yeah. Um, so is there any big differences between Japanese dating customs and Canadian dating customs? Uh, not that I can think of, but like it is still mostly a, you meet up and then keep in mind, this was really pre-internet. Like there wasn't, this like was, what year are we talking? This would have been like 2004. Oh, okay. Fish. Okay. So it would have been like pre-Tinder, pre-any of that stuff. Pre-plenty of fish. Pre, yeah. Pre-plenty of fish, pre-most dating sites. So the we, golden days. Yeah, we met in person. Oh, my God. And we would God. text and email and all that stuff. And as, you know, technology, like we didn't really Skype or anything like that. I don't know if even Skype was around in 2004, to be, mm, no, to be honest. So. Uh but yeah, it was, as far as like the actual dating stuff, it was like, yeah, we would go to bars, we'd go to movies, we'd do, we'd go for walks, we'd go for drives. Like it was very... I so do you say drives or drugs? Drives. Yeah. <laughs> drugs. Like drugs. <laughs> just, we would just uh, straight line heroin. Uh, That's like more of a fourth date. Yeah, opium yeah. den. Exactly, yeah. you know. Uh, weed's interesting over there because they don't have it, but they still have a weed culture. So you'll be seeing people with like t-shirts with pot leaves and stuff on them, but nobody I talked to ever admitted to smoking it. It was like such a like, oh, no, 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 I would never, I would never smoke it. And it was like, but you have, your socks are covered in the leaves. Oh, they are just cute. It was just a fun symbol. Like, yeah. It is a fun symbol. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's circle back to that later if, um, if it comes back. Because that's really interesting. I've never... Um, actually talk to a man who dated in japan i don't mm -hmm. think i don't know have you i don't no. think no no i don't know no anyway um you and denise were talking before the show and um actually denise and i have also talked about this separately in our own personal lives um time thiefing is mm -hmm. how you coined it yeah so what had happened was kaylee and i were talking it happened to kaylee recently and uh, I just asked Chris's opinion on it, and he said he had some stories, and I'm like, oh, come on the show. So what do you consider time Okay, thinking? so it's essentially some asshole wasting your time. <laughs> like, and it comes, I guess, in, in many different ways. Uh, like, you have plans with someone, and they bail last minute for no good fucking reason. Is, is a what, common what, iteration. Like, what would you, like, give me an example. Well, you give your example. I actually can't even remember it, which is really... Can, do you have a name? Kayak. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I was supposed to go... Um, so I like to kayak um, as a hobby, basically. But I go a masochist. That's right. So um, I often go out paddling, and the person I had matched with on Bumble... Paddling. 
had, <laughs> yeah, the super sexy version. Mm-hmm. Um, I go in all leather when I go. Of course. The person I had matched with had kayak pictures. Mm-hmm. So I thought a very good first social distancing date would be to go for a paddle. Mm-hmm. So the night before, we talked about where we would meet, like which dock to go to. We talked about all the logistics and like his boat, my boat, PFDs. Like, I don't know. We really planned it because you need some planning to go into a date like that. And then like an hour and a half before, um, and it was about a half an hour drive away from me. So an hour before I'm supposed to leave, he messaged me and he said, uh, fuck, how did he say it? He's just like, hey, I can't make it. Like there was no reason there was no like it was just like hey i'm sorry like or do you think he and it was, sorry. It was, yeah there wasn't even like a, oh i feel really bad about yeah, this yeah. something came up it's like it's i'm just, not coming yeah <laughs> like it was just so like oh because you think if you've put that much planning into something you would say like hey i can't come because blah 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 mm-hmm. um so anyway i was like okay and i just said all right then went about my day and then the next day he messaged me and he said oh, i'm so sad i didn't get to go it would have been a lot funner than what I was doing. I was with my fam, or what did he say? He said something when family needs you, or something. He said something, but he had to do it, something for his family. But the way he worded it made it seem like it wasn't a family emergency. No, it was just like it a made, boring It made thing. it sound like, oh, I had to go help my dad with some chores. Yeah. Kind of what it sounded like. It was Sorry, just... it was my dog's quesonera. You understand. <laughs> yeah. But I forgot until an hour before. Mm. Like, yeah, it was just very frustrating. And I... So Denise and I had been talking about it because I just, I don't understand. It's something that happens so often. Why put all the effort in if you're just not going to go? Because there has to be a part of you that thinks you're maybe not going to go. Yeah, if you're on the fence, just don't make the fucking plans. Yeah, just don't do it. What is the, what's the, what benefit happens for you from that? Yeah. So do you have experience with that, Chris? Oh, absolutely. Um... Most recently, I think about a year or so ago, I was uh, talking to a girl and we actually were, we made up. I was, I was there. I was at the venue. What was the venue? Uh, I was just a coffee shop. Okay. And it wasn't like it was terribly far from my apartment or anything, but it was still like, okay, I'm off work at this time. Oh, I'm off work at that time. Meet me at this coffee shop at this time. We'll have a little coffee, go for a chat, see how, see how we feel. Yeah. Get there right on time, which is weird for me. Um, but I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I message her like, Hey, I'm here. Just, you know, just in case she was already there or I missed her. I was at the wrong place and you know, no answer. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and nothing comes up. And then I run into a buddy of mine and he's also waiting for a date that wasn't showing up. And at first we, we oh, joke, like, no. what if, what if we're here for the same girl? And no, you're there for each other. We're there for each other. It's like, Oh, this is awkward. Um, Karen, uh, <laughs> Uh, you're not 28. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we chatted for a bit because we were both, eventually his date did show up and they went off, but I still waited. And I waited a good, probably 20, 30 minutes. Oh, that's oh, a shit. long time. And then finally she messages me. And at that point I'm like, okay, I'm done. And I start walking away. And then I get a message. Hey, sorry, I just got really held up. Uh, probably not going to be able to make it today. No but, fucking you know, shit. Yeah, and so, also, so not even. Probably. Yeah. You've already, you've already not made it. The yeah. date is over. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're done. And she like tried to, oh, next time, oh, sorry, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll see you sometime, we'll make plans Fuck later you. on, and I'll make it up to you, I'll buy you a scone or something, and I'm like, okay, and I was like nice about it as best I could be, but uh, never heard from her again, so. Of course not. Don't know what happened, or, and that wasn't, that's not, not even like the rudest thing that ever happened, there was one time I was talking to a girl, as you do, and 
she was talking about how she was having like a little house party and like, oh, I should tell you should totally come. And I'm like, sure, cool. Where is it? And it's like, oh, it's down in Cook Street Village. For people who don't live in the area listening to this, that makes means nothing to you. <laughs> but uh, I was down in Cook Street Village. I'm like, okay, well, it's not so, so far, but it's also not super close to where I'm at. It's like maybe a 40-minute walk. And so I'm like, all right. And it was a nice day, so screw it. Yeah, I'll start walking. It was kind of early in the day. It was only like 4 or 5 in the afternoon. It was a weekend. I'm like, yeah, just go meet up, see, meet her friends. It could, it'll be fun, right? Did you have a specific address? I had the address. Okay. I didn't have the apartment number. Oh... Uh... He's so like I, wandering the halls calling his name. Party? I get there. Like I'm messaging her. It's like, hey, I'll be there in like 20 minutes. Cool. See you soon. All right. And this is a first date? Uh, first date. Like, okay. yeah. And I have her number. That's bold. Who that is. To a party for yeah. a first date. That's fucking yeah. insane. Me and, my, me and my friends are hanging out day drinking. You should totally come. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. And I get there and I'm, you know, wait, I message her. Like, hey, I'm here. Nothing. Okay. Waiting, waiting. Just doing like. Milling about. Milling about, like, you know, wait a little while, wait a little while, wait a little while. And still no response, no response, no response. And I don't know if it was my imagination, but I could hear people laughing. And I'm like, God, that would be terrible if, if it's them. Yeah. And like they see that I'm there and they're just, like, messing I, with me. That's so shitty. That's what I'm, but I'm thinking, like, maybe it is. Maybe I'm just, like, I did hear people laughing, but maybe it's something else, right? It could be, like, it was an apartment building. It could have been anything. So then I go and I'm like, you know what? It's been... 10, 15 minutes, she's not answering my text. I'm not going to hang around forever. I start walking away. I get like maybe five minutes away. And she's like, oh, hey, sorry. I just, you just come on back. And so I turn my ass back around to go. I'm like, sure, what's your, what's your buzzer number? What's your whatever? No answer. Get there. Wait another like five minutes. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. And I just left. That's fucked. I never heard from her again. So she was hammered. She was probably hammered or she was just screwing with me. Or for some reason she didn't see like what she saw, which I wouldn't understand. But, but why would you? I don't get though. Like, what is the the weird thing there? Why are you is, screwing with somebody? Okay, so you showed up and she didn't respond, but then she did, and you went back and she didn't respond again. Yeah. Like if she didn't want to respond, she could have just not responded the yeah. first time, and well, uh, or unmatched you or yeah. something. So you have a signal. I should go now. Exactly. Or some, but it was, seemed like almost like oh. I could tell he left. I'm going to get him to come back. Like, I could almost... I don't know. That's Machiavellian. That's... It's awful, but I'm like, that was what I was thinking. Like, the minute, like, within a couple minutes of me leaving, she messages me again, asks me to come back, and I do, because, oh, maybe she just wasn't looking at her phone, or something happened, or whatever. Okay. But then to do it again, I'm like, no, no, this seems... Shitty. ...too calculated. And so she never answered you again? Nope. Didn't respond to me ever again, didn't send me anything, and I was just like... All right. This es- is, uh... That's so fucked. Especially when you had the exact address. Mm-hmm. That's that's a special type of shitty. Mm-hmm. And what if you were like a rager? Like what if you were a really angry kind of guy? And some men are. Yeah. Like I'm scared for men to know my address before I know them. So I can't imagine giving my address to somebody well, and then fucking with them. We had an experience recently with uh, an, an unpleasant gentleman yeah. that didn't want to leave. And like, there's guys like that. And then it sucks because they have your address forever. So if you were really pissed about that, I'm not saying of course that I think you would do that. But if you were the type of guy who was, what a dumb move. Mm-hmm. I just... Excuse me, I just do not understand that. I mean, I also had your telephone number. Like, if you I was... You should just have taken a dump on the doorstep. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair to everyone else who lives there. That was classy. Uh, but, yeah, like, I mean, I had her phone number, I had her address, I had her first name. Like, it's... The, this is bizarre. The world is not so big that with that information, if I was a bad person, that I couldn't have done something to that. Well, okay, and this is unrelated, but... Mm-hmm. 
Denise and I have found people on Tinder who are in relationships mm. or who are married or just people who are on Tinder or engaged was one. Um, oh, what was the one recently? There was some guy. Aaron with two A's. His, his, no, his profile. Was, one A, sorry. His profile was something. Yeah. <laughs> I said it backwards. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was like, my, I'm too ugly for my wife to fuck, so I'm <laughs> on here. It was something very weird like that. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh, here we go. Um, oh, no, this is somebody else that said uh, he's a plain Jane vagina fan. What does that mean? Can you clarify that for us? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't... Okay, so Kaylee assumed it meant he liked vanilla sex, but for me, I'm like, I just assumed it meant no vajazzling. No, I think it means he doesn't like anal. Oh, well. Maybe? So, like, if I hear plain Jane, I just think of, like, an ice cream sandwich. What does that mean? Was that ice, uh, cold comfort has a plain Jane ice cream oh, sandwich? Oh, I thought that was like a sex move. And it's just like a chocolate chip cookie with vanilla ice cream. It is so now. Oh, okay. 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 I, okay, I couldn't find the other one, but the guy was like, essentially, apparently I'm not attractive enough for my wife to fuck me anymore, so we've agreed for me to be on Tinder or something weird like that. And like, who is ever, and he wasn't really that attractive, who is ever going to see that and be like, perfect, this is ideal for me? Like, who... There's, a, there's already one woman on earth who has deemed you too <laughs> ugly to fuck. And I want some of that. you're gross enough to go on Tinder and say that. And announce it. And does he not have friends and coworkers who are on Tinder? Like, there's just so much about that that just blows my mind. Some people on Tinder, like, certain details of your life, like... So for most of the couples looking for a third, they don't have, they don't have photos of their faces. Mm-hmm. Which... Right. I get. I get. I've seen a few. Uh, but there's some people that have weird, specific, private details prominently displayed on their yeah. profile with their face in there, and it surprises me. Some things I think should be on there if, like, maybe not something too deep down in the nitty gritty, but if you've got some sort of specific issue. Like, I've seen quite a few people who post that they have, like, uh, like uh, HSV, mm-hmm. like, things like that. Like, you like would couples, want- you mean? Uh, just or anybody, just people, just people. Okay. which I think if you're going to be dating someone, you would assume that means you're going to get sexual with them, and you'd probably want to know that beforehand. I think that's a pretty intimate detail, though. Unless you're just looking for a hookup, then you then, would post yeah. that. And, uh, yeah. But if you're just looking for a first date, I don't think I would post that. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. I guess that's personal like, A lot of people I wouldn't expect include it. that they have children, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Like, that's not private. Uh, children. The worst of any kind of sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just I remember a friend of mine was telling me she went on a date with a guy, and it went, date went well. And afterwards, uh, they were making out a little bit, and he told her flat out, "Hey, just so you know, um, I didn't have this on my profile or anything, but I did have a good time, and I'd like to see you again. But I do have a foot fetish, so at some point, if we continue seeing each other." I'm going to want to have sex with your feet. I'm putting out that, that out there now because I don't want to spend, if that's a hard no for you, I don't want to spend too much time, like, getting, I don't want to be, like, three months from now, like, while we're getting to the relationship, bringing it up then, and then it being something that'll, you know, split us up if we actually like each other, so. Right. And I thought that was kind of like, well, at least he's being honest about it. Like, he's, he's not wanting to waste her time. Yeah. I guess that's respectful, but part of me is also, like, I think it's weird for anyone to have... Something that they like sexually that they absolutely refuse 
Mm-hmm. Like something, I guess, atypical or yeah. whatever. That they, like, I cannot be in a relationship and have this not be included in it. Yeah. Well, I guess... It seems a little, I guess, inflexible. Mm-hmm. But if that's, like, the number one way that you get off... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, like, if you need feet to get off, I suppose that's that's different. I guess there's a difference between a fetish and a kink, right? Mm. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know what I would do if somebody said that to me. I mean, I do have beautiful <laughs> feet. <laughs> but, yeah, that would be a really... That would be really challenging. But I guess there's lots of things like that. There, there's lots of situations where you can be dating someone and they're incapable of having traditional sex. Mm. Right. Right? So... Um, okay, so we talked about somebody not showing up to a first date and kind mm-hmm. of stealing your time in that way. Has anybody ever ghosted you after a few dates? Uh, yes, I had one. Well, I don't know if I call it ghosting. I mean, it was and it wasn't. We talked for a bit online. We met for coffee, wandered around for a bit. And then at one point, we're just wandering and we're walking through this uh, area. And she's like, oh, I've got, I've used the bathroom. I'm like, sure. And so I'm just waiting for her to finish you know, going to the bathroom. But she was in there a long time and not like, <laughs> but she was like, oh, you just have to pee. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'll just wait out here. But she was in there a good 30 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, Ew. it got to the point where it's like, should I just go? And I'm like, well, no, she's like clearly in there. Um, what if she got abducted? Well, this is like, what if she's something bad happened or what if she's sick or what if some like, I should, like, I don't want to just she had leave a seizure, her. Or like, yeah, yeah. Like what if she's gone for an hour? Like I'll have to, I, like if she's in there for an hour, like I'd have to check on her. Right. Like God forbid. She slips and cracks her head open or something. Uh, but she finally does come out, and we chat for a little bit more, and then I walk her to the bus, and she gives me a hug. She's like, oh, we should totally do this again sometime. And I'm like, yeah, totally. I'll hit you up, and we'll go get ice cream or something. Sure, awesome. Gets on the bus. Later that night, I go to message her. Gone. She has blocked me on Tinder. Oh, she unmatched you. She unmatched well, me. That's the thing. I think I spoke about this before where I went with someone, and we had a date, and it was clear that it was not a love connection, and we were never going to see each other again. But when we parted, he's like, I'll call you. I'm like, why do people say shit like that when they know they don't want to see the person again? Because it's so uncomfortable in can person we, okay, to say. I, can we just start a movement where it's perfectly acceptable, acceptable to tell someone goodbye forever? <laughs> Good luck, I think, is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Best wishes. Goodbye forever is a little bit. Good luck on finding your forever home. No, I like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like goodbye forever. It's closure. It's finite. It's like, <laughs> see you never. Of, one of the best versions that I, there was a girl I went on a couple dates with. We didn't really have anything in common, but we would, we, you know, went drinking a couple times. And I'd message her here and there. And one day she was like, hey, just so you know, I don't think we have that much in common. Good. We're fun to hang out with, but I don't see this being a relationship. Nice. So I just didn't want to, like, ignore you. So just to let you know, I'm not really, like... I don't want to go out again. And I'm like, you know what? That's totally fine. You didn't waste my time. You were very clear. Like, and I wasn't that invested anyways. So, It's know, a respectful it's thing Yeah, because it's never the issue that I'm upset because I lost the person. It's I'm upset because you treated me like shit. And right? you wasted my time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, another form of time thievery <laughs> is the maybe. Yeah, fuck. Yes, the probably, the, the probably. highly likely. Um, actually, wait, I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> so, okay, but what has happened, I guess it's, to me, I'm sure it's happened to all of us before, uh, where, like, you're making plans with someone, and they refuse, like, you have soft plans, like, a day, we're going to do something today, but for whatever reason, the person 
just refuses to specify the time. To nail down hard plans. And so, yeah, it keeps getting, okay, it's this time, this time, and, like, keeps getting closer and closer to when would be an appropriate time to do something. And it's just like, oh, well, this, I need to do this now, and I need to do this now. And And so then, all of a sudden, it's fucking 10 o'clock at night, and the fucking day is wasted, and you thought you were doing something and didn't do other things that you would have enjoyed because you were supposed to spend time with this person that is a fuckstick. And then it's your fault, or it's it makes you you're crazy for being like, hey, like I would appreciate it if you just told me that we weren't gonna hang out. We had plans, mm-hmm. they didn't happen. Now I'm kind of butthurt because I waited all day, and you're like, well, you're crazy because we never really had hard plans. I yeah, we never had hard plans. I did nothing wrong. I never said I was gonna do this. Yeah, I, I never, never said seven o'clock. I never said eight o'clock. So how could you be mad? Yeah, yeah I just. And we all know what that's about, too. Like, that means your plan B, your plan C, or whatever. So they're just waiting to see if something better comes along. Like, you know. And we all know that feeling. It's really shitty. And, you know, I've done that before. I think we've all had it done and have kind of done it, in a way. Like, anyway. I just... It seems like etiquettes that used to be in dating aren't anymore. Which, what do you think about that? Well, it's hard to say. I mean... When I think about the maybe thing, I, I recall, I remember a time I was in Vancouver and there was a girl there who I had a thing for and we were, we, the same thing, we had, we didn't have definitive plans. She was like, well, I should be off work at this time, so maybe we can do something after. So I like kept my evening open yeah. because it seemed like, okay, so there I am in this hotel room waiting for no. hours just because I'm like, oh, we had, like she said, she'd be done at eight. So eight o'clock rolls around, still nothing. And I'm like, okay, we'll give her, like, I'll text her, be like, hey, how are things? How's work? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nine o'clock, 9.30 finally rolls around. And she's like, yeah, hey, I really, I got stuck at work. So, yeah, I won't be able to make it tonight. I'm like, okay. But you but knew you that know? earlier. Yeah, it's like, did you know that you weren't going to be able to? Yeah. And also, once you knew that you were going to be stuck, it doesn't take, your job's not a thing where you can't just take two seconds to be like, hey, it's eight o'clock. I know I said it was off by now, but I, this thing happened. You know, give specifics. Yes. Even, if, even if you're going to lie, give specifics. Oh, the thing just exploded. I'm going to be here for hours. <laughs> make like, it plausible, yeah. Make it plausible. That's like, yeah, <laughs> hey, I would like to see you, but this thing just happened. I'm not going to be able to make yeah. it. I don't, and like, I don't know if I would have found anything else to do that night, but I did. It was specifically like, oh, I am putting aside this time. Yes. And then it was just me sitting in my apartment you're listening like, to the I podcast. shaved my legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a very... Um, it's a power move, I think, in a mm. way. It's like, I kept you waiting, but mm, sorry. Is it, that always happens, because, okay, somebody always likes someone else more than the other person likes them. Someone is always more invested than the There's other person. There's always the reacher and the settler. Mm. Always. Always. Even if it's minimal. Or there's different variances to the situation. It's like how parents love their children differently. Mm-hmm. It just is. Yeah, it just is. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I need to make a call. Uh, <laughs> what is Father's Day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you have been ghosted after a few dates, you would say. What about bots? That, oh, bots. You can't see it, but I've got my, hair, my hands in a prayer sign. <laughs> I used to get really annoyed by them, but now I just have fun with it. How many bots are you seeing? So many. I never see bots, ever. They are always on Tinder. It's always like some overly attractive girl. Like her photos are like clearly Photoshopped, but in like a... Like magazine-y way. magazine kind of way. Like they're all like 
perfectly posing, like they look like bats, like look like modeling shots. Mm -hmm. And they always have like some name that doesn't make any sense. Like what? Oh, it'll just be like, it looks like a human being's name, but as you look at it, it's like, oh, it's not spelt right. Like, oh, Amberlynn with one N and two M's. Like, and they always, and they're always got their Snapchat or some other like, oh, I don't really chat here. Please email me. And it'll give like a fucked up email. Like it'll be in like Amberlynn, but misspelled 179 fix 621. Then 18 spaces at symbol 18 spaces gmail dot 18 spaces com. Like, if you want to chat, reach out to me there, right? So we get the, you'll get that or you'll have the, like your Snapchat or something like that. And the first time I totally fell for it because I was like, oh, Snapchat, sure. I hadn't seen this before. So I go and add the girl Snapchat, start messaging. And then I'm like, oh, this is a bot. Because it always starts like, it's always bad English. Okay. Hello, what is your job? Uh, well, I do, I, I work for this company. Oh, okay. Are you single? Like, yes. I love that I'm... you're putting the accent on this. Yeah, keep going. It's very Are good. Are you single? Like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, okay. I am single too. I am looking for good husband. <laughs> like, all right, cool. And then after, like, the first time it happened, I was like, this is kind of, she's talking kind of weird, but maybe she's... <laughs> Maybe, maybe she's maybe, really into you. Maybe it's like just an e, like maybe it's an ESL thing. I don't you know, English is a second language. It's in Russia. Yeah, who knows? And, and it just started starts elevating. It's like, oh, I would like to chat to you more, but I cannot on here. Please, if you want to chat more, I can send you sexy photo on this site, and then it'll have like a link that takes you to a place that asks for your credit card information. That has never happened to me. I Nor even me. even. <laughs> Daily, all if anytime I go to Tinder, it'll be like regular girls, regular, girls, and then there are always one or two. Really? Always one or two. Why doesn't that happen to women? Because they won't fall for it. Well, because you know that guy um, that I was talking to that I actually matched with on the podcast Tinder account from Seattle. Was he a bot? No, he said he had quit Tinder because there was too many bots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I think it's so funny, but I really do. Even on Instagram. Because you know what? Bots won't, bots won't watch you jerk off on Snapchat. That's why he quit. <laughs> but yeah, even like it Instagrams, might. especially bad daily, I get requests. It's like, hey there, do you want to chat? Rose, 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 heart, kissy face. Mm, I do get occasional ones like that. Heart, kissy face. Yeah. From like weird... They always look like they're in army fatigues. Mm -hmm. And then they're always like... God bless you. You're so beautiful. God like, bless you? Yeah, always is religious. And it's always like an Ew. old, old man who's like looking for a sugar baby or whatever. So I got I'm one. That. I had one I recently. Looked. 50 bucks? <laughs> yeah, hey. That's, that's, uh, that's a down payment. Uh, but yeah, I had one recently where I was just, with the quarantine, I was bored. Like yeah. I saw, I was still able to work from home and everything, but without any kind of social life, being that everyone was, uh, being that everyone was, uh, you know, unable to go out. I, uh, being, as, being that everyone was unable to go out, I got a couple of these, and I was just like, you know what? I want to see how long it takes before before the turn, before the like, <laughs> before the twist. Okay. So I got this girl, and she messaged me. She's like, "Hi, you're handsome," and I'm like, "Thank you. How are you?" I'm good, thanks. I my name is so and so, and I'm a I'm a uh, BDSN mistress in Milwaukee, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> how's that going? And you look at her profile and how's all the photos, going? all the photos of the same girl who's way too well put together, right? 
and they've all been added within the past like couple days. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, she's got twenty photos on there, but they were all added within like a couple hours of each other. Mm. So I'm like, okay, that's suspicious. And she's only got like twenty followers, and like just very like okay. Well, let's see where this goes. <laughs> so I message her, we're chatting, and I don't know this was. I don't think it was a bot because it was this person was actually responding to things I was saying, but it was still clear that there was a scam. There's still something going on. It's like, oh, what are you looking for? Oh, are you into bond? Oh, I don't into bondage and things. I'm like, oh, I don't know much about it. Just playing along. Uh, Tell me about what you do. It's like, oh, well, I do this. I'm looking for this. And it's like, okay, cool. That sounds interesting. Is that something you'd be interested in? I don't know. I haven't given it much thought. I'm an innocent, I'm an innocent child of the world. (laughs) Oh, okay. So is it okay if I post your photo on my site? I'm like, why would you want to do that? Well, because you're going to be my boyfriend. Like, no, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that yet. Maybe when we've gotten to know each other better. Still just playing along because I know it's going to come. It's going to happen. <laughs> Days go by. She's still like messaging me. Oh, hi, your photo was so cute today. It's like, oh, thank you. Thanks so much. Oh, yes. What did you do today? I'm like, oh, I worked, you know, worked in this. Oh, okay. That's cool. Hey, can I ask you a favor? Here it comes. Here it comes. Day four. Here it comes. I have a friend who lives in Toronto. Okay. He owes me $40,000. Okay. Can he send it to you and then you can send it to me? Like, well, and I'm like playing dumb because I can, you know, here's, here, here's the scam. It's like, well, why would you need me to send it to you? Oh, because he's in Canada. And I'm like, well, I'm in Canada too, as I've said, as I've mentioned. He's like, oh, I know, but that's why he can transfer it to you. And I'm like, well, why can't he just transfer it to you? Oh, he doesn't know how to use Bitcoin. Bitcoin? <laughs> you expect me to know how to use Bitcoin? He's going to be beaver pelts. Yeah. Like, this is, this is Canada. Uh, we only have one coin. Well, two coins. Multiple. Okay, we have many coins in Canada. We have more <laughs> coins in Canada than most places. <laughs> But I just keep going like I'm playing innocent. Well, okay, well, maybe. Like, how would I do that? Oh, I'll need all of your banking information. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'll get that to you as soon as I'm done work. Okay, that would be great. Thanks so much, sweetie. Heart, kissy face. Thank you, boyfriend. Day goes by. (laughs) Day goes by. And at this point, now I'm wasting her time or his time or whoever was on the other end of this. Right. So day goes by. Still nothing. Hey, you promised you'd send me that information. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I had a... We've had a family tragedy. Um, it was a death in the family. I'm, I'm really sorry I wasn't able to. It just the whole thing's been been, a, been really rough. Oh, okay. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope your family's doing well. But you did promise me to send your banking information, <laughs> so if you can send that to me as soon as possible. Okay. Now, does it matter that I bank at a credit union? It's like, it does not matter. Please, like this point, you're starting to get like, pissed, yeah. pissed, like it's all capitals. You promised you'd send me your information. It's like, okay, but I did have some questions because... <laughs> Like, I did a Google reverse image search, and a lot of those photos say they weren't, they weren't you. Like, it's, it's, it's some woman in Brazil. <laughs> it's like, yes, I did some modeling in Brazil. Like, okay. But also, when you said that you give me your phone number, I looked up the area code of the phone number, and it said it was from Alabama, but you said you were in Milwaukee. Like, why do you have, why is your number? Oh, because I went to school in Alabama. It's like, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. And at this point, she's just raging. <laughs> you promised me you'd send this information. You know, if you don't send me this, I'm going to be very upset. And at that point, I was just like, yeah, this is enough. And then I just blocked her and was done with it. Oh, you should have video chatted. Oh, that would have been great. 
she actually tried, there was a couple times where she actually did that, like the video chat thing popped up, but she would hang up immediately before I could respond. Oh. I think it was a way to sort of make it seem like, oh, More I'm a real. real person. Oh, I just missed you. Like, like if I didn't oh. have my phone in my hand. People fall it's for this smart. shit though. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I'm 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> which is a shit show of a television show about, I guess, people... I guess mostly Americans who are in long distance relationships with people overseas and they meet up and they're engaged and it, you know, it just feels like everything's a scam. So there's this, there's this one couple and it's some woman in her fifties. Uh, and she's got some stud in England. Ooh. Yeah. And they're talking and, and it's one of these things where it's like, Oh, well, we can't video chat because his phone's always broken. Mm. I got these <laughs> two photos from him and all this shit. And then they talk on the phone and like he says he's English. But his accent, she's like, I love his sexy English accent. It's like, bitch, that is not an English accent. Her, right. daughter, her daughter's like, mom, he sounds like he's from Nigeria. Oh. And then the woman's like, are you from Nigeria, baby? And... He was not happy about that. And then she was supposed to... He oh. wanted her... Yeah, it was... She was totally getting catfished and just refused to believe it. And it was really... It was really sad. Well, that's why the show Catfish is so great. Yeah. God, I love that show. Okay, so that was a bot story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm really curious to know that if they actually make money. I suppose they do. If they, they have must to. Be, they must be if they you keep do the it. scam going. Like, so what sites does it bring you to? Is it like a porn uh, usually, site? Usually it's like uh, there was a couple, like when I was first starting out with like the online dating thing, there were a couple and they'd just be like, oh yeah, I want to share this, but you know, I want to make sure you're who you are. Who, like it's dangerous out there. I want to make sure you are who you say you are. So go to this link. It'll ask for your credit card information, but don't <laughs> worry. It, it, it's, it'll just be like a dollar or something and wow. you to go to it and yeah, it's like some sort of weird like cam site that the address is all weird like it's just so super generic that it's that it's sketchy right uh there was one one time a similar thing happened where i was just kind of like playing along to see where the twist was and after like two days she was like trying to get me to send her money so she could buy an iphone to take better photos of herself with to send to me oh my birthday's coming up i'd really like an iphone because the phone the camera the the camera on my phone is broken and I'd like to send you more photos. I'm like, bitch, most cameras have two, two, most phones have two cameras. Yeah. Like, don't tell me both are broken. She so, wanted you to send her that much money? She was like, oh, you know, it would help if you could send me some money to help me get a new that. one. Yeah. Again, okay, another 90 day fiance story. This guy, fucking this little dumpling looking man, <laughs> had this girl from the Philippines and in like three months he'd send her $5,000. Yeah. Wow. Is that big Ed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking no neck Ed, man. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so related question then. Have you ever dated somebody that you were actually dating mm-hmm. um, who wanted money? Not in so much. I mean, there was times where I would help them out if I knew they were in financial okay. issues, but I don't. it was never... Never a situation where someone asked outright? It was never just like, hey, can you give me some money? It was more like, hey, I can't pay for... Like, I want to go out with you tonight, but I can't afford to pay for this thing, and I'd offer okay. to pay, or... It was just like um, I dated someone for a while who was unemployed. She was she had a job oh. when we first started dating, but she got laid off, and it took her a while to get back on her feet. So I would pay for things on occasion, like on occasion. But she was always very like it was never like, hey, you need to pay for this because otherwise, you know, we can't date. It was more just like I feel really bad about this, but I do want to go to this thing, and I feel bad about asking you to pay for it, but 
I just can't afford it. So, okay. If you're on a first date with somebody, though, like not in a relationship, Mm -hmm. is it expected that you would pay as the man, do you feel like? Depending on what we're doing. Uh, Really? If it's a couple beers or like... A, like a not too expensive dinner I don't mind I would I would offer to pay uh, but see I I think the I don't understand why it's not the convention that the person the person who asks pays yeah right or you go Dutch because like because like, you can get into weird situations with like with splitting stuff it's like someone mm-hmm. asks you out and it's like okay we're gonna go out and then it's like, oh shit, this is a really fucking fancy place. I can't, yeah. aff- I can't afford this. Mm-hmm. If you bring them to somewhere, you're, yeah, that's very expensive. That's kind of different. Or if you're going to like a concert or something like that, you have to pay for your own fucking ticket. Yeah. But if somebody, I don't know. I think there can be given to like, I can remember, I've been on gone on movie dates mm. where I paid for the tickets and then they bought me like a soda and a popcorn. That's sure. Nice. Like, even at that best, is right? nice. That's reciprocity. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. Something like that. Or, um. And I think like the intention, the intention matters too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could go out with someone and you're like, no, you know, like I'm, I'm going to pay for this, but it still means a lot if the person like get, gets their wallet yeah. out and is okay. Like, well, how are we splitting this? Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like as a, if I was a man and the woman never made a she needs to do the reach exactly if she never made a motion to do anything i would be kind of offended like Mm -hmm. i've had girlfriends who genuinely believe it's not their right to not right it's not their expectation to pay but then like there's me then you're a prostitute it's like i don't need to pay for things because i fuck you then you're a prostitute but even then you haven't fucked them yet if it's your first date or second date or whatever actually that's true it's so bizarre to me um what's Sorry, what's your go-to first date then? Uh, depends on, like, usually I start with coffee. Okay. Because that's a good sort of, like, we meet, we make sure we're not psychopaths, we make sure we're both attracted to each other, and then, because coffee's so... Yeah, especially with online dating, the first time you meet, it's like, it's almost not really a date, it's just a meet and greet. Yeah, basically. That's right. Yeah. You meet, you got coffee, there's nothing, you're not going to be getting inebriated. You're like, oh, you throw liquor into it, then suddenly, oh. yeah, maybe I'm not that into that person, but screw it, right? Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> you're calling her it. Yeah. <laughs> the shoe fits. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so something like a date or dinner, like if you make big fancy plans for that first date and you get there and there's instantly. That's pressure. You, when we spoke about this before, like when you first meet someone, it's a good idea to have something that you can bail on quickly if you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I even have a couple friends who we have emergency codes to get out of things. Oh with. my God, you do that? You should have a code. Yeah. I have one I friend who I'll meet. sauce. Spaghetti and meat sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I had one, I had one uh, friend who he would, if he was ever in a really terrible date and needed to get out of it, he would uh, text me 911. And I would call with a generic emergency. No, that's so shitty. It is. He only ever did it once, to be fair. <laughs> and that one time was only to prove to the girl who he was on the date with that he had such a code. Because she asked him, oh, what would you do if, I, if, if, uh, if we met up for the first time and we really hated each other? I was like, well, I would have you know, messaged my friend Chris <laughs> and he would have called with an emergency. So he sends it to me. I'm like, okay. Hey, man, like the water main in the apartment <laughs> broke. So you need to get here as soon as possible. And he was like, no, I was just proving a point to this girl. And then they ended up dating for like two years. Okay, so, but that's yeah. funny. The, for him texting you 911 is not very subtle. Mm-hmm. 
Well, she's not seeing the text. Like if she I'm might. Sit, if I sit here and we're across the table. She might. Nah. You never know. Yeah. No. I would prefer it a very weird, like, initiator mm-hmm. and then a very specific emergency. The that's, cat's on fire. That's how I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> like the, I have to leave. My friend got robbed by a prostitute. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's say you get through the bots. You get through the ghosting. Mm-hmm. God damn it, you found somebody that's worth keeping for more than four dates. Mm-hmm. Have... Does such a thing exist? Um, it did in the 90s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, early millennium, kind of, but um, it's open to interpretation. Okay, so you get through the fourth date. You're in relationship territory now. Mm-hmm. Have you ever ended up with somebody that you maybe didn't... Like, maybe as you got to know them, they weren't quite the person that they, you thought they were. Well, that's where everything goes, isn't well, it? Well, okay. Yeah. In particular, I'm before we started recording, we chatted a bit about you dated someone you thought was maybe on the spectrum. We dated as a lot as a, it was one date. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you that story just because <laughs> it is it is interesting. Uh, we had met. It was an online dating. It was online okay. dating. What online dating? Uh, I think it was. Let's say. Okay. J date. No, I wish. Plenty of fish. Oh, I wish it was J date. Christian Mingle. Uh, I don't have the stuff for Jane. Fit life. <laughs> no, I think it was just okay, Cupid. Okay. But we were chatting. Okay, on... stupid. Yeah. As it's formally known. Yeah. So we were chatting on there for a while, and she's she reached out to me first, and we just chatted back and forth for like the day, and okay. the next day she was like, "Hey, I enjoyed talking to you last night." Yeah, me too. Cool. Yeah. Oh, do you want to meet up today? And I'm like, "Oh, that's relatively." Quick. I usually like to mm. wait a little bit longer just to get a better feel for somebody before we actually meet up face-to-face, especially in this town. Like, this is a town that's not so big that you're not going to accidentally run into people. Like, it's the biggest, oh. smallest city, so... That's a concern for you? It, first, is, it, it is? It is a little bit, just because, you know, if, if it goes terribly, you never know if that person knows someone else that you know or knows somebody else that you know. It's like, you don't know where that six degrees of Kevin Bacon is going to lead you. So you bake in someone before you go out with them? Uh, not necessarily. If it comes up naturally, there can be concerns. It'll be like, oh, yeah, follow me on Instagram. And then I'll check and be like, see if we have any mutual followers. Like, oh. That, okay, it's surprising. No, I hate that. It's surprising to me that you would ask that because you're, like, you Google people before you go out with them. I don't exclusively Google people before I go out with them. I you, often... You do do it. Like, you don't do it every time, but you have done it. But not... Always before I go out with them, it's usually when something's weird with them. Mm-hmm. It's not like a precursor to a date, and I and I have been proven correct in yeah, doing you so. Have. Um, I think that Chris and I are coming from different perspectives, though. Where like, if I'm meeting up with somebody, there's a higher likelihood of them killing me. Yeah. Not that it's totally negatable. Like maybe <laughs> someone's gonna kill you too. You look pretty murderable. Yeah, yeah I mean we all are, but. I have soft eyes. I, I hate when people want to follow me on Instagram before we go out on a date. Well, sometimes I've had it happen because I've done, I do a, like art and photography, so they'll want to see, we'll talk about it. It's like, oh, I'd like to see your stuff. It's like, um. Sure. If you want to see, like, there's cool. no way to send, like, most dating apps don't have a way to send photos and stuff. Sure. But, thankfully. But dating apps are all linked up. You can have your Instagram on your dating yeah, app and people can want. look at it then, right? Exactly. So if I, if, they, if I check someone's Instagram and I see that we've got mutual followers, I'll, it's, it's a concern. It's like, oh, wait, I know that person really well or what if that's someone else I dated or what if that's right. someone see, I work with and then it's like, if this dough goes terribly, 
I don't want that to affect the relationship I have with somebody else. Like, oh, that's my best friend. It's like, oh, your best friend is this person who mm. I've got an okay relationship with. So if this goes really, really shitty, mm. I don't want that affecting my relationship with the, 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 the friend or the third person. See, I miss... Uh, the early days of Tinder when it was all through Facebook and when you saw people it showed you who your mutual friends were mm-hmm. I really like that feature because it's a it is an easy vetting process mm-hmm. it is but it, I don't know I don't think yeah. so you can tell like if they, you have certain mutual friends like oh this is the type of crowd you run with that's true or if you want you can like oh hey Kaylee uh, Tinder told me that you're mutual friends with fucking the guy yeah. who stole your cat yeah <laughs> yeah Cat thief and Steve. I mm-hmm. <laughs> fucked that guy. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. So we uh, we chatted for literally a day. <laughs> Steve. We we. <laughs> There's your episode title. <laughs> Cat thief and Steve. <laughs> What's he do for a living? It's in his name. He's old timey. Yeah. <laughs> Mustache. <laughs> Suspenders. Pickaxe. Uh, <laughs> but we and like day two, she's like, "Would you like to meet for coffee?" And I'm like. I don't know. I, usually I do like that to, to guys wait. all the time. I usually like to wait a bit long just to get to know somebody mm-hmm. better, have a little more banter. But I was like, you know what? Hell, fortune favors the bold. Let's <laughs> let's meet up. And it's just coffee. So I finished work, and I was like, hey, so I'm off work at uh, four. What time? Where would you like to meet? Where do you want to meet for coffee? Uh, there are umpteen coffee shops throughout town. There are umpteen coffee shops throughout town. We can go anywhere. Where would you like to go? Oh, I only really like Tim Hortons coffee. I'm like, oh. You know what? She could have said McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was like same sort of level. Like, I'll drink Timmy's. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> can we go I to mean... a gas station, please? <laughs> yeah. Just go to Esso. Just going down the Seven Seven Eleven to grab a coffee. You know, as you do. Uh, if you're really nice, I'll give you a Slim Jim too. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and also, and also a piece of meat. Uh, <laughs> So you go to Tim Hortons. Penis joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so we, so I'm like, all right, well, there's a Tim's not far from my work, so I guess I'll meet you there. It's cool. I'll be, uh, and I'm like, and I'm dressed like nicely enough. I was, I work in an office, so I was still wearing my office stuff. I didn't have time to go and change, so I'm like dressed nice enough. I got a tie. Yeah, I got a tie and uh, all that stuff. So I'm like, you know, dress pants. I'm like, okay, I'll be wearing this. That's how you'll spot me. He's like, cool, I'm just getting off work too, but I'll just be in a pair, like I'm in a hoodie and, and sweatpants. I'm like, okay, or like uh, yoga pants. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm waiting, 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 and she comes in, and this is going to sound like I'm possibly like body shaming or anything, but uh, she was 300 pounds. What was her profile like? Uh, Kirby. Oh. Yeah. Was it- were was there, there pictures? Yeah. Well, just from like the neck. Oh. Ah. So she was. That's morbidly curvy. Yeah. And, I say, and when I say 300 pounds, that's not a number I'm throwing out there. She literally told me later in the date that she was close to 300. She's like, yeah, I really got to watch my weight. I'm almost 300 pounds. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. When you're 5'2", that's, that's, that's a lot. That's three of me standing side by side. Yeah. So larger woman and again six legs yeah i'm not 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 to body shame but it was not something that was mentioned 
during anything. It wasn't online. It was just, you know, but I'm like, all right. So we You have down. to mention that, though. That is That's a significant a... physical attribute. Yeah. If you had a hook hand, you have to say that, too. Yeah, right. Or you just put it in the picture. But <laughs> I've got a gut, and I put down that I'm either average or whatever slightly above average, chubby, something like I don't know what, the, I can't remember what some of the curvy. things are. Curvy, something <laughs> like that. But I wouldn't put my, I'm not, I'm also not 300 pounds. Yeah, 300 is. Like, I think I'm, like. Maybe we can do a thing where it's like, within how many standard deviations of average are you? Mm-hmm. Can you fit on a rowboat? Yeah. <laughs> no, Michael, she can't fit in a rowboat. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so, but I'm like, um, I'm being nice and um, ghosts. Uh, so I'm being, I'm like, okay, well, she's here, I'm here, we'll go on the date, even if I'm not attracted to her, to, you know, we'll, maybe we'll be good friends or something, I don't know, right? See where the see where the date takes us. So I go and I have to buy her a coffee. So we're in my she goes to the girl, I'm like, hey, yeah, can I get a quadruple quadruple? Oh no. That is for those who don't know, that is a that is four sugars and four creams. And it's more than that at Tim Hortons. It oh, really absolutely. is. It's not oh absolutely. Fuck, that's so that's gross. how Wilford Brimley got diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> so we go and we sit down and we're sitting there we're chatting and she takes a sip of her coffee and she just go her she just gets this like mm, face. <laughs> I'll be right back. She goes back to the counter. And this is the part that killed it where I was like, this is never going to be anything. She goes back to the counter. And you would think, hey, she's, you know, something's wrong with her order. Go back. Hey, excuse me. Uh, there's something wrong with my order. No, no. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, this uh, doesn't have enough cream and sugar in it. I need more cream and sugar. This is disgusting. I can't drink this. To the Tim Hortons person. Like, oh, no. Oh, shit. Like. So rude also. Rude to like. Somebody's working at Timmy's, like someone who's probably making like ten bucks an hour or so, yeah. and it's like, don't just, hey, can I get more cream and sugar? Yeah. You'll get the exact same result without being shitty to somebody, right? Oh, and they plus they have a machine, I'm pretty sure, so they that's, just press four. That yeah. is something that's really important to me. Like, if someone is rude to service staff, you are done. Yeah, yeah, because really that means repulsive. you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone who is nice to me. But mean to people they have nothing to gain from mm-hmm. is not a nice person. It's repulsive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Oh, God. So how did the date end then? Uh, so she sits back and is like, oh, I like it with a lot of cream. And I'm like, oh, I figured. Like, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Roulette by now, bitch. Like, it's, not even, it's not even coffee at this point. Like People may go, oh, a little cream, a little coffee with your cream. It's like, no, like literally. It was probably like one pump of coffee <laughs> and like <laughs> half a cup of just like dairy cream, butter oh. cream. Uh, it's icing. Just icing at this point. So we chat, and I tell her about myself. I'm like, oh, I'm into photography. I've got this. I was going to this party afterwards, so I had my camera with me. I show her that. I take a photo of her. She's like, oh, look at me. I had no idea I was so photogenic. And I'm like, oh, everybody looks good in black and white. Uh, <laughs> I don't say that, but I'm thinking it. And we just chit-chat. She tells me about herself. She does tell me that she's highly autistic. She has trouble with money, all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. She's into, she's looking for a, I'm like, okay, well, what is it you're like looking for dating wise? And she's like, well, I'm really looking for someone to be like, really looking for something like a daddy daughter role play type thing. And I'm like, sorry. Well, you know, just someone like, I like to regress. I like to pretend like I'm like eight eight years old and I like to color and play with stuffies and dress all cute. And then like whoever my partner would be would act like, you know, my dad, give me allowance, things like that. It's like, oh, so we pay you to be with you? No, no, it would be my own money. He would just... He would just be in charge of it. It's like, oh, okay. Oh. But he would pretend to be your dad and then fuck you. Essentially. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. 
Ooh, that's uh, two thumbs down. Yeah, just a lot, a lot of stuff is just going to be like, yeah, this is going to be a no for me. That's good. That's a no for me, dog. That's, uh, it's a zero out of five stars. A zero to five, but I'm nice about it. Like, you know, and she asks, uh, this, we already like exchanged numbers and stuff. So when I got home, I uploaded the photo and I sent it to her just to be like, hey, by the way, here's a copy of that photo that I took. And, oh, thank you so much. You had such a nice time. Thank you for buying my coffee. Oh, and thank you for the photo. I haven't felt that pretty in a long time. And I'm like, okay, that's, at least I did something nice. But I'm like, okay, we're kind of, we're done here, right? I might hear Goodbye from her forever. again, but like, I'm not, you know, no more dates or anything. Next morning, I start getting messages from her. Hey, and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, uh, oh, I'm just running behind. What do you think I should have for breakfast? And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, what, what do you got? Oh, just like cereal and stuff. Okay, probably have that. Okay, cool. What about that? And she starts just asking me about stuff. She's basically wanting me to like tell her what to do with her life. She's wanting you to be daddy. She's yeah. She's wanting me to be daddy. And I'm like, I don't like what, like, I said, oh, what are you doing after work? And I'm like, well, I've got plans with a friend. Oh, okay, I'll talk to you later then. I'm like, all right, that was bizarre. Next morning, same thing. Why should, what should I do here? What should I do? Are you free later? It's like, no, I'm, oh, I'm meeting Good morning, sir. Yeah, basically. And I'm like, okay. Like, I, the first day I was like, okay, that was kind of weird. By day two, I kind of put together what was happening. Oh, I just hate that so much. And I'm like, no, I've got plans. Okay, well, when are you having plans? Well, I'm meeting a friend for dinner at like five-ish, but I, like, I don't know how long we're going to be. So, you know, I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Oh, okay. I'm having lunch with my like late lunch early dinner with my friend and I get a message from her so I'm downtown I'm like cool I told you I was having I'm having like dinner with my friend it's like okay well let me know when you're done and we can meet up and I'm like well no mm. we didn't have any plans I'll just wait for you at the mall it's like I could be a couple hours like no, I'm trying to be nice no you gotta say no at that point like, I'm like I'm trying to be nice about it but I'm like well, because I could like being you know her on the spectrum and everything I didn't want to be right. too mean but it was also like no this is fucking weird no and then finally, I was like, okay, well, I'll just go home then. Okay, cool. I'll talk to you later. Next day, hey, do you want to go for a walk? No. Yeah, and like, and I was like, you know what? I didn't want to just be like mean to her and like be and be like a jerk to her. You don't want to say pack it up, Rain Man. Basically, <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, okay, let's go for a walk, and then I'll just sort of like be. I'll nicely end it with her on the walk, right? Okay. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I don't want to just. You know, ghost her. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to ghost her. Uh, but you so, didn't feel comfortable telling her over text, I'm not interested in you? I just, I felt it was like we'd already hung, she, it'd been already been a couple of days since we were talking. So I okay. just felt it was like, you know, I wanted to be nice. Okay. And I, a lot of it was just, I'm sure, because of her being on the spectrum. Because okay. she was telling me stuff. I was like, oh yeah, I kind of thought, like, she suggested going for a copy or something. I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll go for a copy. And while we're on the walk, I'll just sort of lay it down that, like, I'm not really interested and yeah. so we're going for the walk and I'm suggesting, oh, we'll just go for a little walk in and around here. We're walking maybe 20, 25 minutes and she's just winded. Oh, well, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, can we take the bus back? And I'm like, we barely made it out of downtown. Like, oh, uh, but yeah, sure. So we're doing that. And so we're on the bus and she starts talking to me on the bus, but we're sitting across from each other because of the spacing on the bus. It's okay. a little crowded. And but she's talking to me in a regular like outdoor speaking voice, not the hushed tones you're supposed to speak to on a bus. I feel like you would do that, by the way. If I'm drunk, if I, only if I'm drunk and trying to tell a secret. Yeah. <laughs> but just very like, so where are we gonna go now? It's like whoa, like indoor voices, please. So we get back down. It's a very dad thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get back downtown and. 
we go to this coffee shop. We're sitting there, and she's Tim like, Hortons. No, no this <laughs> was a proper coffee shop. I can't. I don't think it even exists anymore. And we're sitting there, and I'm like just getting trying to work up to seeing like, so hey, yeah, no, you're cool and all, but this isn't working for me. Just so Wait, you know, you're cool and all, but you're not actually cool yeah. at all. <laughs> So we're sitting there and, you know, like I buy her, I buy her a cookie or something and she's like, oh yeah, no, I want to get some, but I don't have any money. And I'm like, okay, well I can buy you a oh, cookie. Oh, cool. I just hate all of this. Okay. Well, she told me it was, and this was again, something to do with her autism and this all will come to it, come to a, come to a head because she's telling me that she, the reason she doesn't have any money is because her computer broke and because of how her brain functioned instead of being like, oh, I have to wait till my next payday to go get another computer or to you know, go get it repaired. She just went and spent all of her savings getting a computer. So she literally had like $5 to last her until payday because she just got it in her head that she needed to get a new computer right now. Right. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, I can buy you a cookie. It's fine. So we're sitting there enjoying our cookies and she's like, oh, do you want to play like a game? And I'm like, sure. What do you got? And she pulls out this card game I've never heard of. It's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm really good at this. You'll never beat me. I destroy her. <laughs> I only said because she was so confident. Like, I don't want to make it sound like I was bigger, but it was just like, oh, yeah, you'll never beat me. I'm so good. It's like, play this all the time. I've never even heard of it. Destroy. <laughs> and so, and I'm just getting ready to, like, call it a date. Like, okay, we're going to call it a day, and we'll start heading out. And then as, I'm, as we're leaving, I'll be like, okay, so, yeah, that was fun and everything. But uh, just so you know, I'm not really feeling it. Then in the middle of the restaurant, middle of the cafe, in a voice... Outdoor speaking voice, so everyone in, indoors can hear. So, how do you feel about being my boyfriend? Oh, no. I'm like, oh, oh, can we, can we talk about this later? How much later? Not here, not in front of all these people. How, how does never sound? Yeah. Oh. So, we finish up our cookies real quick. It's a public proposal, and she says no. Yeah. Oh. So I take her outside and I sit her down on this park bench and we just start, and I'm just like, hey, look, um, I'm not really feeling this. You want certain things that I just can't give to you right now. Like it's not like you seem like you want certain things that I'm just not comfortable with or wanting to do. And, you know, you should be getting what you want. Like you need to get what you want. Oh, okay. Well, if not now, like maybe later. And I'm like, oh, and I had to be like, no, not later. Because I knew if I said, ah, just to be nice, like maybe like, uh, you know, I'm not really ready for this now, yeah. but maybe in a couple months. I knew in a couple months I'd get a message. So how about now? Yeah. Like, I know I have to end this now. I have to be a little Every meaner. Every three days. I have to be meaner than I than I wanted to be. But I'm like, yeah. no, I'm afraid this isn't going to be fair. Well, it's clarity. Like, yeah, just specificity is the key to good communication. Yeah. Uh, and so... I'm just trying to lay it down, and finally, she just kind of like it. Finally, gets she's like, okay, yeah, oh, that's too bad. Why does this keep happening to me? And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Well, the same thing happened with me and my last boyfriend. And I'm like, well, I don't like how she said last boyfriend. It made it sound like I was her current boyfriend, or her recent boyfriend. I'm like, oh well, how long were you guys dating? Oh, like two weeks. I'm like, if you were only dating for two weeks, he was not your boyfriend. Like, Aww. I'm sorry, but he just he just wasn't. And, uh, yeah, so I, you know, she gets a little kind of sad and I'm like, are you, you going to be okay? She's like, yeah, I might cry a little bit later, but it's okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. And I walk her to the bus and the bus comes and she just kind of like, she doesn't really say goodbye. She just, the bus comes and she just like runs on it. And like, that was, that was it. Um, I felt kind of shitty about it, but I also knew like I couldn't, 
Why would you feel shitty? You did the right thing. I did the right thing, but I still know I hurt her feelings, and I didn't yeah, want to do that. Yeah, that. but that yeah. always, if you're a good person, it always feels shitty to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, and I mean, it was better, it was better that than potentially... Being her boyfriend. Better than potentially <laughs> leading her on when I had... when. Anyone leading anyone on, regardless of if they're on the spectrum or whatever mm. else they have going on, is always shitty. Mm. Nobody wants to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with them. What if, if they okay, they do. but what if you're upfront but here's the thing. about what you want or don't want, and you know the other person has heard your statement, but is still hoping you're going to change your mind? Yeah, it's mm. shitty. Is that on you or is that on them? It's on both of you. Because mm. uh, I've, I've had that before. And here's the thing, with the whole daddy-daughter role-play scenario thing that oh, I mentioned yeah. before... I started thinking about that and the whole, like, her saying that, oh, you know, I would regress and I'd play with stuffies and color and what, do stuff like that. It's like, oh, was that part of you being on the spectrum? Mm. And also, but especially the allowance bit, because it was clear from her spending all of her money on that computer, she couldn't handle her finances. Right. So was her talking about the daddy-daughter role-play stuff part of, was it just a way of her trying to make... Her, her being on the spectrum sexy. Right. Like, was it actually... A, that's really funny. Was it actually a fetish or was it something that was just helping her to live a better life? Essentially. Like, oh, if I convince this guy that it's a sexy thing, then he'll go, go along more so than I'm looking for a caretaker right. or someone to... God, that's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, just moving on a little bit because mm-hmm. I'm just being worried of time. Um, there's one other part that we wanted to talk about. Um, Denise had mentioned from her chastity before that you are, I'm going to say this wrong, but a competitive, uh, Dungeons and Dragons player. I'm not necessarily competitive, but I do, I have been involved in games for several years now. Okay. So, okay. So tell me a little bit about that. Is it like a once a week situation? It's a once a week thing. I have a group of core friends who, uh, we used to meet weekly at, uh, at our DM's house. So Dungeon Master's house, he's the one who runs the game, for those who are unfamiliar with it. So he's the one who comes with all the scenarios, basically makes the rules of the game, the storyline of the game, and then it's our job to screw that up for him as much as humanly possible. Okay. Uh, so we'd meet at his and his wife's place, she would, she's play, would play as well, and we'd do that once a week when the virus, when the, um, are we allowed to talk the about cocoa? the coronavirus, the cocoa, uh, kicked in with the quarantine, we started doing it via Skype. Okay. Which at first I wasn't too thrilled about because I thought thought we would miss out on a lot of just the camaraderie and like sure. the because it was like it was nice thing we'd go we'd we'd bring drinks we'd have snacks sometimes one of our competitors he was a he was a baker so he'd bring baked goods that he'd made that morning for the game nice. we'd bring liquor candy it's a social it was event. a social thing it was a nice little hang even if we weren't playing the game we could still just talk about stuff right before the games or even just mid game we might stop take a break and then just talk about things that were going on in the world or. It was right. just a fun little friendly thing to do. Uh, but no, we still we kept it going via via Skype, and that was it worked out pretty well for the most part. So, and I don't know much about D&D, mm-hmm. but it's always the same core group of people? I mean, you can bring other people in if you want. It's difficult if you've got a long-going campaign, then it's difficult to bring people in because you kind of have to write them into the story. Oh, see, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's you basically you create your character... And sometimes you can do one and done. It's like, oh, we're just going to do a quick two-hour game and that'll be it. And then other ones, one game we did lasted over a year mm-hmm. just because it was so in Whoa. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yep. So 
Okay, because my the reason that I brought this up is I wondered. I figured it's a pretty tight knit community. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that tight knit though. As I wondered if you had dated within the community and how weird that would get if you ever broke up with somebody. <laughs> well, it's nerd dating is especially <laughs> is especially interesting because I find that a lot of people who are they get together they get together because they like any couple they have similar interests. So when you're into similar things and those things tend to be more nerdy, it can be both a benefit and a hindrance. Why a hindrance? Well, it's like, for instance, you might date somebody who, it's that thing of like, this is the thing you have in common, but that might be the only thing you have in common. Oh, okay. So then the other aspects of being nerdy come out to play. It's essentially because I've, even in non-dating scenarios, I've made friends with people because we have a similar interest in this. It's like, I'd be talking, it's like, oh yeah, it's like, oh, I used to watch that show too. And then in their mind, we're now best friends. Right. Okay. Even though that's literally the only thing we have in common. Sure. It's a little better now because nerd culture has become so huge that there are nice and well-adjusted people who are still into all that stuff. Sure. But when I was younger, it was definitely more niche. So the people <laughs> who you would run into at comic shops and people who would run like online anime groups and things like that, you would meet them, and it was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I totally watched that show. Yeah, I love that show. That was great. Oh, cool. Here, you should come over to my place where I live it. Like, <laughs> here's, here's my sub-basement, and it's just covered in Sailor Moon posters. And you're like, oh, you're, like, super into this. <laughs> like, like, you don't like it, like, C+, plus, is, you like it A+. Plus. This is the, exactly. So <laughs> I can, like, I've been to conventions and things, and you would meet people, and again, most of them are pretty well-adjusted, but you would meet people who, like, this is... This is it. Right. It's, it's like the... Like the oh, one note. It's a one note. It's the, this is the thing that is interesting about me. Right. It's like, okay, I've got, if we talk about anything else, are we going to have similar... The, it would always go back to that. This reminds me of the time that Sailor Moon... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember on, on uh, Boku no Hero Academia when so-and-so <laughs> did this? And it's like, yeah, cool. Like, so it's like sometimes people craft their entire personality around this one thing. Yeah, and I've seen it in other communities too. CrossFit. Um, CrossFit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fetish stuff. Yep. Some people's like, oh, well, I'm into this. Cool. What else are you into? Just that. Like, like no. Like. I went on a date recently with somebody who told me his hobbies were cooking and cleaning. And I was like, oh, like, so chores? <laughs> like, those aren't hobbies. <laughs> on the inside, on the okay, cooking is a hobby. Well, the cleaning, like, not so much. When we picked into it, it was just regular everyday cooking. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's like I, I would see people who I would see women who put stuff like I'm not sure guys put the stuff. It was like, what do you? Oh, my hobbies: rock climbing. Oh, cool. How often do you go rock climbing? Last Twice year. a year. Yeah, I oh. say it all the time. People are like, oh, I love to go camping. Is it like, when's the last time you went camping? It was like four years ago. Well, you'll fucking like it. Okay. Like, uh, I have my teeth cleaned. I get my teeth cleaned every <laughs> six months. I don't call that a hobby. <laughs> Denise, okay, okay, I have to give away as little as possible. Denise, a long time ago, went out with somebody who has a mutual friend with Denise. And he pops up on Tinder occasionally, and I've seen his account. So I've shown his account to our friend Ray, who's his friend. And Ray, like, ripped apart, Ray was on our second episode, ripped apart every single thing in his profile because it was all fucking bullshit. He was like, I like to do yoga with friends. And that was, the, okay, that was one of the things. So this person had said they'd like to do yoga, which when I was hanging with this guy, never, never a mention of yoga. Now this mm. was 
like over five years ago, so this is a long time ago. But Ray saw this, and so one time they were hanging out, and he's like, uh, so, uh, fella, I'm thinking of getting into yoga. Uh, you know, apparently you're into yoga. When was the last time, like, when was the last time you went to yoga? And he was like, oh, it was like a year ago. I was like, fuck you, you're not into yoga. And he, like, never really went up, like, yeah. No, motherfucker. No, he was total fucking bullshit. Um, anyway, I think that's a good place to call it. Um, Chris, unless you have anything else you're dying to... Uh, well, check out my OnlyFans. It's mostly feet. Um, I draw happy faces on them and sad faces, depending on my mood. I just like to mix it up, you know. If it's raining out. The duality of man. <laughs> what is this mask but a face? Uh, so, you know, check that out. Otherwise, uh, yeah, no, I'm all good. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. You were a fabulous guest. Well, I'm you. very excited. Yeah, our first Tinder guest yeah. was a hit. You, yeah, you make me feel better about having um, relative strangers <laughs> in Denise's house. Yeah, no, like, I'm feeling way better about that, too. Yeah, like, it was a little spooky there for a minute. It was it was a bit weird with the Bruce. With the Bruce. Um, so, yeah, I think we can leave it there. Um, once again, we want to say thank you to our friend, uh, Philvis, um, and the boys of Ilvis Freshly for letting us use their song, Bombshells. Badass. It was super, it, it is super badass. Super badass. Um, they recently, in the coronavirus, have been doing some live streaming shows. Yeah, I watched it. It was really good. I watched it too. It was fucking awesome. Um, yeah. So you should follow their Instagram. I think they also have a Facebook page. Um, I'm sure they have all, all of the They got all videos. the shit. And yeah, with that. Cheers, bitches. Bye.